0: I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now.
1: Beer. 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 Beer! 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, luminary John Denman. John Denman.
2: Hi, welcome everybody to Drink of Ages radio show. I'm John Denman, DJ Musgrash, the producer. We're hanging out here at Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive, Montrose River Oaks area, the ever-changing Montrose River Oaks area. Man, I was driving down West Gray today, and I didn't recognize half the stuff that's going on over there. Uh, But Drink of Ages, we're sitting right here by Payway, good little stop. Uh, We've got a lot of bicyclers rolling in from 8th Wonder right now. And speaking of Eighth Wonder, this episode is sponsored by Eighth Wonder Breweries <laughs> Weisheimer. Segue. I know it worked out nice. Thanks, uh, bicyclists. Weisheimer is a traditional German hefeweizen with prominent aromas of bananas and clove, and this is definitely a beer you need to have, you know, in your refrigerator. One that's perfect for the warming temperatures coming up the spring, and fortunately, you can find it all year round. And as we get more beer put on the table,
0: beer. Uh, Bad, it, can we mic that? Can we mic the, Mi- glasses? Mic the glasses? Yeah, just, hitting. Just you know, just, tch, tch, tch. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's important.
2: When we when we do um, certain like when we open cans, it's always so great on the radio. Oh, it sounds When fantastic. you hear it, you are like beer. Everybody's I, thirsty. I hear beer.
0: Every, you just get thir- you're on your ride home. <clears throat> and you're like, oh, I'm thirsty now.
2: Yep. Well, pick up some Weissheimer from Eighth Wonder Brewery at your favorite stores or at your good beer bars and go get you some. And so yeah, our guest for the tonight's show is Bobby Harrell from Back Pew Brewing. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for having me, John. Appreciate it. Wow, oh, man. So, how many bicyclers are actually going to be rolling in today? Fifty. So we have. All uh, right. So they,
0: what you can't what you can't see, which is the downside to radio. Um, however, just know I dressed up for this, so you know I just wanted to look special, feel special while we were on. You the look radio, nice. Whatever, whatever. You look nice. You. Um, I didn't even shave for this. so I mean, that tells you a lot, but. Um, yeah, we, so there is a bicycle group coming through, which means there's 50 people about to invade the bear. So they're going to be all up in the bear's business, which is the drink of ages. If you've not met the bear, you need to get by here. So yes. that's just the way it goes.
2: And then we will, uh, uh, I think, ultimately have to take a break to shotgun a beer with everybody. It before might Before they I'm run not,
0: off. I wouldn't be shocked, but, you know, we'll see what happens.
2: <laughs> well, Bobby Harrell from Back Pew Brewery is uh, hanging out tonight. And, man, so there's a lot of interesting things that you got uh, What's going on up there in Porter, at your brewery? Uh, a lot of interesting things going on in Houston. Yes, everybody. That he said
0: interesting things are happening up in Porter. Yep. Yep. He he didn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't like you know. he Not hiccups. not just he the, the stuff an that you see on the news. He, yeah. He, uh, uh, he, he, actually, he actually means that, and it's true. You got yes. you you have to believe this.
2: There's actually some really good things going on up there in Porter, and uh, well, one of the things is, is actually going around all of Houston right now is a whole Daisy chain.
0: Oh yeah, the Daisy chain project's awesome. I mean. So um, for those of you who don't know, because we've gotten this question a lot, we just recently released our Daisy Chain Project beer uh, at the brewery last weekend. So the Daisy Chain Project started with Southern Star. It was Sam Wright up at Southern Star, and he said, hey, you know, after Hurricane Harvey, which none of us want to remember, he said, you know, know, there's a lot of breweries and brewers that got together, did some great fundraising, things like that. He said, why does it take a catastrophe for us to do like a fun project or to raise money or do something cool together? And so he, came, he concocted this really awesome idea that pretty much every brewery, I think in the Houston area, even going up to, like, College Station is part of, where he started with the yeast, he brewed a beer, and he took that yeast after he was done with it and gave it to several people, and then they gave it to several people, and so you can see it just kind of bracketed down on its way down. Um, there were so, there were some rules involved. You know, you can make beers that are certain color, certain gravity, things like that, which is why our beer, which, uh, you know, we, we just brought, got brought here to the table, it's not out in market, so if you're around drink of ages, uh, actually, by the time you hear this, it's not going to be here. Um, but um, we're giving it away tonight just for some sampling. I had a little bit left over. Um, but we did something a little bit different with it, and Sam told me, like, that's not going to happen if you're part of the project in terms of giving the yeast to the next person. And so uh, he was like, but you can be part of the project. You can just do it at the pap room. And so at first, I didn't want to dilute the project. You know, I felt bad that everybody else was going. So, man, just just do the project. It's cool. And then about a month later, he emailed me and said, hey, just do it anyway. Just, just do it this the taproom. Who cares? I said, okay, cool. So we did it. Um, but it's a really cool project. It's awesome to see all the brewers. A lot of people are doing different variants, a lot of IPAs, a lot of pale ales, things like that. But, again, there were rules about what you can make. Um, so it's coming out very cool, though. It's awesome
2: to see a bunch of brewers band together. It's a really neat idea. And, and anytime, you know, it's the same... T- yeast that's being passed down so so explain that like how that actually brewers are able to do that because we were like okay yeast uh, sounds cool but what exactly are we talking about all right so just like in general just keep in mind that
0: basically as brewers here's what we do we spend all that time like an effort to use barley and hops and all that to make food for yeast yeast are the things that actually turn into beer so the germans kind of defined it it's called wort awful word just like a wort on your hand um, but that's what we make. It's the sugar water that we make on brew day. It's not considered beer until the yeast start fermenting it. Well, what's fermentation? Let's just put this in a nutshell. Um, basically the yeast, yeast eat sugar, they piss ethanol and fart CO2. That's basically what's happening. Um, and, but we have to make them happy because if you would imagine like anybody else who's doing those two things, or three things, they're eating, peeing, and farting. Um, you make them unhappy, it's going to get worse. So you have to make sure that they're happy at all times. So the cool thing about this project is to coordinate across a lot of breweries with a lot of different settings, a lot of different beer varieties, and pass that yeast down so that we can get a lot of cool other beers. I mean, it's, it's a pretty awesome thing. You, you have to have a lot of guys you believe in who are, are clean and are making good quality beer and can actually harvest the yeast correctly because at the end of all that, they settle down to the bottom and you've got to be able to get them back. So it, you know, it's a complicated thing, and it's awesome that it's actually going as far as it is. Because at at this point, is this the second generation or a third generation? I'm number three. I got mine from Lone Pint. Yeah. Uh, and I think Lone Pint got theirs from Copperhead. So it went it went uh, Southern Star, Copperhead, Lone Pint, me. Oh wow. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a I'm I'm way stepchild. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Yeah, I'll take it. You know. Uh, like I said, when we came to get their yeast, they were like, "Where's your break? And I had to, I just had a little, had a jar. I was like, "Yeah, I only need this much." So they looked at me like I was nuts. So I was like, "Nah, I'm just doing a one barrel pilot," and they go. Oh, cool! Yeah, awesome. Um, and uh, they were actually brewing up theirs, I think, while I was there, which is pretty cool. So, uh, or another another batch of it.
2: Well, there's been a bunch of different different ones making it around town, which is which is good. We've had several on uh, Southern Star. Lone Pints was on. We did Whole Foods. We had theirs on oh, here. Oh, cool! Very cool. And and it's just interesting because nobody's making the same beer. Every beer has yeah. been a, a complete different style.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. That, but that's kind of what was encouraged. I mean, that's the whole point. Is yes, the yeast is the same, but make a different beer. Um, the only bummer, or like to me, the, the only thing that, you know, the, one of the reasons why at first, you know, I was a little bit shy about it is because I want to do something like this, something crazy. And uh, the yeast is relatively neutral, and it makes sense why Sam picked it, so that way you, it's kind of like, you know, a blank canvas. Do what you want with it. Um, I like yeast that kind of, you know, are a little bit nutso, so um, I was kind of like, dang, I, I like to let them speak. But uh, that's, why we did, that's why we did this, and so you know, what we did, um, we, took a, we took a dry Irish stout. I knew it would be about ready for about St. Paddy's Day, so I said, perfect, let's do Irish stout. And so when you make a traditional Irish stuff, say Guinness, you actually have a normal beer ferment, then you ferment with bacteria, it's called lactobacillus, Um, and you take that lactobacillus ferment, that and what they call black liquor, Um, not racist, but that's what it's called, because it's black and it's water. Um, In the brewing world, liquor does not mean actual liquor, it actually just means water. But what they do is they take all those separately and blend them in before they actually package the product to get the balance. I said, well, let's just create all that at the front end. So I did that all in a kettle sour variant, and then we got our beer that way. So I thought it worked out pretty cool. I'd never kettle soured a dark beer before, but I think it, I think it worked.
2: It added a nice, just like you said, just a nice
0: little bit of tartness to it. It helps balance out those roasted grains. You know, it, it kind it, it of works, it works in a fun
2: way. Nice and light, easy to drink. Very easy to yeah. drink, but very tasty. Yeah. I mean, now now that players. you've made this one in the one barrel batch, have you thought about scaling it up to the big 30 barrel system?
0: Well, I mean, we I, it would definitely be really fun. I think it'd be really fun to do but we we have a, we kind of I was trying to be official this year, you know, I saw all these, um, you know, because Instagram and all this other stuff is so popular now um, yes, I'm actually only 31, everybody who's listening um, but uh, but uh, yeah, so all those things are popular. Everybody's putting release schedules out there so I came up with my year of beers that are going to come out. Not that we couldn't shove something in there and the otherwise but you know, thirty pieces we've just brewed, so it's going to be coming out here. Uh, actually, next or next week, I'm going to keg it, and then it'll be packaged shortly thereafter. After that, I got Garnet pietis coming right behind it. So I was like, Ugh, getting out of the stout season.
2: Yeah, but I mean, this this stout right here. I mean, it definitely could work in the summertime.
0: I, I think it's light enough. It's just, will Mike? Will I don't know. Let us know what you think. I mean, you need to let us know, you listeners out there. Would you drink a stout in the summer?
2: Would you drink a very light, easy, light, crisp, yes. crisp kind of tasting stout?
0: Yeah, slightly tart, so that way it makes it refreshing. Lower gravity, I would imagine.
2: A, this could be my lawnmower beer right here, yard work. It. It Sitting out there slamming it's some stouts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it would look really cool on Instagram for those of you who like to take pictures of your beer. Um, but they don't have to know that it's lower in gravity and actually really light. Uh, so you know, don't that doesn't matter. It doesn't show up in the picture. Well, <laughs> let's,
2: um, since we're out of this beer, Bobby, you're actually completely out of beer.
0: It's a sad day, but uh, I had a long day. So, yeah, I'm thirsty. It happens.
2: For sure. Uh, let's take a quick break. We're talking with Bobby Harrow from Backview Brewing. And let's get some more beer, get set up, say hello to some bicyclers that just rolled in. And we'll drink your we'll be right back. friends on the west side at No Label Brewery have been real busy. They're making great beers like Side Haze, Phase 2, and now Squeeze and Twist IPA. This low ABV is great for all day taking care of business. Very light and refreshing, Squeeze and Twist IPA from No Label is one to try. You can find this beer on draft and in new 12-ounce cans, along with other No Label brews at your favorite store, bar, or stop by the brewery and get some. NoLabelBrew.com Wild West Brew Fest is happening May 4th and 5th at Katie Mills Mall in the parking lot. This award-winning beer festival features over 130 breweries and over 600 beers. This beer fest has something for everyone. Come out May 4th and join us at the launch party to get everyone ready for the big fest on Saturday, May 5th. VIP tickets are available and offers more specialty brews and delicious complimentary food. WildWestBrewFest.com for all the info and tickets. The Wild West Brew fest is one of the few events of its kind that donates all proceeds to charity. Come out and have some great beer and a good time while also supporting a wonderful cause. WildWestBrewFest.com you <smart noise> Hi, Drew Bages. we are back, and John Dimon, I am your host, DJ Muskratch, the producer. Bobby Harrell from back Pew Brewing. With a terrible radio voice. With a terrible, but man, you look really nice, though. I Thank gotta, you. you. I'm, it's important
0: to look good when you're on the radio. Doesn't it makes you good. feel good, so that way you can pronunciate appropriately.
2: You need, a, you need to feel pretty when you're on the radio. It is.
0: It's true. Like, I mean, you, you if you could only see what Howard Stern saw when you listen to his old radio shows, I mean, at least I'm going to continue to imagine that all those things actually happen.
2: Uh, I would imagine that there was, uh, hopefully there was a lot of topless women that it seemed like was going on in his shows. I mean, if, if we ever find out one day that it's like, oh,
0: yeah, actually, Howard Stern, none of that actually happened. I'm just going to be, I don't want to know. If you, if that ever comes to light, just, make sure I don't know about yeah, it just because don't I'm not, I am not don't want to believe
2: it. There, There is a, a hole in which it was explained to me, the theater of the mind it, with radio. So it doesn't matter, really, what's exactly going on. You can actually just say you're doing it, and it's like right now, I mean, I'm sitting here. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not I'm really not wearing pants, but that's not unusual though, DJ. Uh, <coughs> to, that's true. Yeah, that's actually true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, I was it, in a kilt last weekend. And it felt
0: fantastic. So I can. I'm
2: all for the pantsless life. The pantsless. I mean, if I could run around in a skirt, and not really be looked so strangely. I mean, because or a kilt. Yeah, all you gotta have, say is kilt. <laughs> kilt. That's all you gotta that's say, true. and then it, then it's okay. Yes. Then it's okay. That would be. That would be great. Oh, well, uh, people, right now, have you seen the previews for the new Karate Kid? That's coming out. No. It, it makes, really makes Daniel damn. LaRusso look like a jerk.
0: I, I just don't know if I want to go there. I just don't know if I want to do it. I mean, you know, paying the fence, you know, wax the car. I, I don't know if they can do it again. I, I, don't I, don't, I don't
2: know. It just popped on TV. That's why I brought it up because it's uh, <laughs> like 37 years later and this shows Johnny. Johnny's all laid out, passed out on the floor with a beer. <laughs> it's like, all right, that, that could be true.
0: Missing, I mean, he's going to Mr. Miyagi's grave. Like I'll avenge you. And nobody killed, f- it, it was cancer. What, what are you
2: going to do? Yeah, like how, how a can you avenge scientist? that? This, that doesn't work. I'm going to go to school and become a scientist. Really talk, you only taught you to
0: paint a fence. You can't like do self stuff. Right? It just doesn't work that
2: way. No, uh, that's a uh, that should be. I don't know. Uh, just popped on the screen. Uh, it's it's um. When you go back and you watch the original, the original Karate Kid. I don't know why I can't talk right now. Then um, you wonder why they went to the Hillary shrink, Hillary Swank version. Hillary, they, they
0: all went, just went really bad. I, I, they were like, hey, you know what we could do is this, and somebody went, call her. Yeah, we could do that. Call Miyagi. Yeah. See what he's doing. He's bring it, doing bring him back
2: out of retirement. Yeah. But, oh, well. uh, yeah. So, Karate Kid coming to theaters, <laughs> June fifteenth. <15th. laughs> I don't know when. It's it is. not a plug. That is not, not a plug.
0: plug. What the movie I am looking forward to though is the new Super Troopers. Oh, of course. If, if that's not good, though, I'm going to be really disappointed because it's taken them so long to get around to doing it. But so what little they've released, I'm excited about. Also, they're releasing it on 420, which there's no reason that I would care about that, but it should work out quite well. It should be it should
2: be a good day, 420, uh, with some Super Troopers. The original one, I mean, how long ago did that movie... Um, anybody want to pull up the Google? I don't know. That was eight years ago? It was a good while.
1: Yeah, no, but it, it was
2: great, and uh, yeah, and then they announced years ago they're gonna make another one, and then they just it's like, all right, when well, they, they did the whole crowdfunding to and raise like ten million dollars or something like that to to make it, it's it probably more than that, but
0: but I mean, you think they did that, and then beer fest, which being that we're on this show, it makes a lot of sense, yep. and they promised us not to continue on the four twenty trend, the weed fest, um, which never happened, being that Willie was there at the end. Um, I, I always was curious how that would go. It seems like the movie just could never get filmed because they'd all just, like, stop doing stuff. But, um, but yeah, so that, you know, at least they're, they're following up on something. But, you know, sequels are tricky. Sequels are tricky.
2: Typically, they, they do not go well.
0: Typically. But I, it's been so long, I'm just hoping. Because, like, Three Ninjas, I watched all three of those. And then the fourth one where they included Hulk Hogan and got rid of all the kids, like, that was terrible. Yeah. But as long see, they were able to string it along. I don't know. Star Wars, you know, trilogy, it worked. It happens, did but it, not all the time.
2: Did it really work though? The original, yes. The original, the original yes. Yeah, six, yeah, yeah.
0: Five or what? Four, five, six, yes.
2: Yeah. Well, into the new Star Treks,
0: I like those. So far, those are pretty red. Yeah. I haven't seen the newest one, but yeah, um, the first two were pretty awesome.
2: Indiana Jones, those were that was a great trilogy. Uh, yeah, I
0: mean, so I mean, it can happen. It can happen. But can it happen with ch- with cops messing with people? I don't know.
2: Yeah. I hope so.
0: I I well, I, I hope at least it works twice.
2: Well, uh, right now I'm throwing back some Blue Testament because it's awesome. just a very nice, easy drinking. Um, what's really good about this one is that you, you, you put the blue corn in there and it really gives it a whole different flavor than from a normal p- Pilsner. That's right. And so
0: it, it's funny, sometimes people are like, this doesn't taste like a German Pilsner. Correct. Because it's not a German Pilsner. If I wanted to make that, it would taste different. Um, but that's the fun part about it. You know, a big part of an American Pilsner or pre Prohibition lager is that you use a local corn-based ingredient. What happened was, where this style came from, was that way back when, when the Germans came over, they came over and they wanted to continue making beer. Fancy that. Um, Of course they would. And so they said, okay, cool, let's make beer. The problem was they didn't have nearly as much barley as they're used to having, but they did have an abundance of corn, which, you know, Thanksgiving, stuff like that, the cornucopia, yeah, we had corn. Um, And so they said, oh, cool, we can turn this into beer. So they did. And they figured out how to do it really, really well. Um, And so that's where the style came from. After Prohibition, it was that's why it's called a pre-Prohibition lager. When it came back, it never really had the same luster that it did before. Um, As well as you would uh, would understand with the big brewers, they realized that rice is cheaper, easier to use, things like that. Corn is actually kind of just a pain in the ass to deal with all around from a brewing perspective. Um, So it kind of died off, but it's a very cool style because we got to use a local ingredient. The Hopi blue corn we get is from West Texas. It's about as close as local as we can get. I tried to find something a little bit more local. I tried to use all the various rices that are grown to the east and the west of us. turns out rice basically tastes like anybody else who uses rice, which is nothing. Uh, you can use brown, white, wild. I don't care. Pick a color. Um, they all taste about like nothing in beer. Um, and so we went with the Hopi blue corn, very unique flavor. It adds that nice sweetness on the back end. I'm glad you enjoy it. I actually so. John invited me to, a. Uh, he, he was going to see Frank Turner last night, which would be awesome because I've never seen it. And I had to turn him down for a free ticket to see awesome music because I wanted to make sure I was at this show tonight. So I started my brew day early today. So I just you know turned out 72 barrels today, which was super cool. Always super fun to do that. But uh, it's nice to enjoy a finished product.
2: That's a, that's a long day. And uh, that's why you say, good oh, day. I'm going to start at 5 a.m. It's like, oh, man, I think most times I'm going to bed at 5 a.m. <laughs> Not starting at 5 a.m. Some days in the brewing life, it's ending at
0: 5 a.m. Some days in the brewing life, it's starting at 5 a.m. And that's why I knew, I was like, if I go with John, that start is going to suck for (laughs) one reason or another. And so I should not go
2: with John. Well, unfortunately, I ended up missing the show myself. And very disappointed. Shame for shame. uh, Because of another radio show that I was on. That, that
0: which will not be named
2: that will not be named uh, yeah their tardiness caused me to miss my just so, like the yeah. Simpsons it's just you know, but you know life goes on it and does here we are tonight drinking some good beers we could listen to some Frank Turner we could put some Frank Turner in, in the. we should actually yes, listen that could listen to be some Frank Frank Turner. the music for the show that would be excellent one of the uh, Best times I ever had was on the first Salty Dog cruise, a Flogging Molly oh, cruise. Oh, we were talking about. I want, I, I want to do that dang cruise. It was we such an me... amazing time, and and so Frank Turner was one of the headliners on that, and the very oh, last God, night they that... did punk rock karaoke. So it was just like, yes, just, oh, everybody you just go up there and you know, the band plays a punk rock song and you sing along and everybody sings along because it's a song that everybody knows. And so like Dave King jumped off and I was just riding oh, the crowd yeah. and I, and I caught him and I'm holding him up and he gives me a big kiss on the cheek and I push him <laughs> back up there and. And it was such a great night. It's been such an awesome trip, you know. It was beautiful, 80 degrees out there, clear night, full moon, just absolutely perfect. And I'm like, Kelly, my wife, yeah, I'm like, let's go walk to the front of the cruise ship, you know, do a little Titanic moment here. (laughs) And as we're walking up, I hear, like, a a guitar plan. Don't let go, John. Don't let go. I hear a guitar playing, and then uh, it's like, man, you hear that? It's like, Sounds like Frank Turner. We go and home team is laying in the kiddie pool. It's drained. He's laying there with his guitar. His girl's sitting there straddling him. And he's sitting there playing guitar with like 10 other people. And it just becomes a big Frank Turner sing along. That's was pretty, pretty badass. It was pretty amazing. It was a good time. That, that's
0: an awesome time, is what that is.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, let's uh, talk with Bobby Harrow from Backview Brewing. And this is Drink of Ages. We're going to take a quick break because I think we're going to shotgun some Turner. beers. Listen to a little Frank Turner, and we're going to shotgun some beers with these 8th Wonder guys. And uh, everybody stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hell yeah. Tap is killing it with their IPAs, Heavy Hands, Joostin, Houston Hayes, Draped Up. All have been phenomenal brews. With all the tasty releases, man, don't forget about Hop Gusher. This has been one of my favorite go-to beers for a while now. Six and a half percent, nicely balanced with a blast of hoppy aroma. The citrus taste and slight bitterness makes this a crowd pleaser. Grab some Hop Gusher and make this a regular in your beer fridge. If you are a fan of good beer, then come by Drink of Ages Pub 1005 Wall Drive in Montrose. We have over 200 beers with 32 specialty rotating taps of badass beers, cider, kombucha, and cold brewed nitro coffee. Take a 32 ounce growler or build a mixed six pack to go. You can even bring your own growlers in and we will fill them. Drink of Ages Pub, badass beer for here, badass beer to go. <laughs> Drink of we're back from our little quick shotgun with Eighth Wonder Brewery guys. So what your and shotgun, John? There I actually uh, a shotgun at Hobson plug and for Eighth Wonder. Right? Yeah, it was uh, it was good, and, and this was a good little crowd. We had about fifty people roll in on bicycles, and there was a good twenty or so shotgunners. So uh, still respectable be, number. Respectable number, yeah, but a less uh, than
0: half. But you know,
2: Buffalo Bayou rolled through one time, and so it was like. Man, let's all shotgun beer. And almost we had about forty people shotgun that time and it That'd was a whole rad. lot of cans with holes in them in the parking lot.
0: Half the time though, people are like, How do I do this?
2: There there were a I few like new people, though. so it was you know, there was a quick little crash course of shotgunning, like hold the can, you know, at a certain angle when you poke a hole in it so it doesn't spray everybody. And yeah. Yeah, you know, do it where when it's you important. crack the hole, it's going to be actually the highest point whenever you open the can, and, you know, you don't want it to have too small of a diameter no. hole, and you definitely don't want too big of one either, so, yeah, you know, you've got to find the right hole that, that matches you and and your personality. You
0: hear that, ladies? You've got to find the right hole. <laughs> so, yeah. That's and correct, Josh. Sage advice for anybody listening. Yes. You have to find the right hole.
2: you got to find the right hole.
0: Yeah. When you try to find the wrong one, you'll be sure to be notified.
2: I, they will let you know pretty quick. Let you know. Yes. Very or quickly. if they don't, then you're like, man, maybe this is a keeper. <laughs> More
0: sage <laughs> advice. See, this is why you should drink, listen to Drink of Ages every week. You don't know what you might learn.
2: Yeah. You ever heard? Because you know, everybody knows what the shocker is, right? The shocker. Have you? As far as radio is concerned, yes. Do you know what the spocker is? Yes. Yes. <laughs> 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 High five! All right, Scott. We'll see you, brother. Uh, Scott just got spocked. He did. He did. He got
0: yeah the spocker. That's <laughs> he got the spocker. None <laughs> of you need to know what that looked like. Yeah, hey, this is know. the part of the radio where you're like, oh man, I'm glad they didn't have a video feed. Yeah, we we talked about I could forget that.
2: We talked about doing a video feed because, like we talked about the first segment, is you know, radio you can say anything and yeah. You know, it's, I've been on, the, on radio shows where they're like, oh, yeah, we're sitting here. We're doing this, this, and that. I'm going, uh, man, no, we're, we're not. In we're a booth. Sitting and there you know. doing, yeah. But at least when you're listening to Drink of Ages, we really are sitting around drinking some really good beers.
0: Well, I mean, it, it's important to, to remember that, yes, Drink of Ages pub. So if you've not been here, um, yeah, this, this is a slight plug. Obviously, we're on Drink of Ages radio. Um, but if you've not been to the pub, there's a reason why John switched from just doing the radio show at the old place to actually having his own spot. Number one, we can do the radio show whenever we want to. That's a huge perk, obviously. Number two, though, is that it was a show about great local beers, great beers in general, but great local beers. But the great local beers were rarely on tap at the old place. So it, it made it a very odd situation. So now, not only can you come, especially on Wednesday nights, listen to my dumbass talk more on the radio with an awful radio voice. Um, but you can also drink great beers while you do it because that's what we're doing. So it, it actually does make a lot of sense about what we're talking about. We do that because we're passionate about the product. We're passionate about the craft. We're passionate about what we're doing because, yeah, you, you can choose a lot of things to drink at the end of the day. Um, but to drink great local beer is, is, a, is a really important thing, and that's, at the end of the day, why we're here. That's why we come on the show. Uh, that's why John hosts the show because he wants to tell you about the awesome, cool things happening in the brewing industry and the people who are doing it. That that you know, I think I think that's a really important aspect of what we're doing here.
2: Well, the whole idea whenever I started the show was because uh, uh, there wasn't anything out there like it. The the there was there were there were some beer shows in Denver and stuff like that. It's like well, but we want to I want to promote a lot of stuff in Houston. Of course, beer yeah is the, the main thing that we talk about. But then we also bring bands on yeah, local music, musicians yeah. and stuff like that, so we can promote that side of stuff. Uh, we've had. Uh, restaurants come on because I would go there and I'd eat, and I was like, "Man, this is some really good food. This this should be talked about."
0: Yeah, it. it but it, that's, what's, that's what's awesome about it, though. It's, it's badass beer, badass people, badass things that they're doing. And generally, yeah, you know, we, we a lot of times it's focused music, beer, obviously. It is you know, it's drink of ages. Um, but yeah, it's it, it all goes together because those are the things that people like really enjoy. It, it also brings a community with it, and I think that that's what's really important about Houston. Is that it's about the community. Um, You know, like the Daisy Chain Project, things like that. It's, you know, you just had 50 bike riders roll in to ride bicycles and drink beer. I mean, I'm down for the drinking beer part, not necessarily for the bicycling part. But, you know, hey, you know, it's cool. Everybody's got their thing, and that's what the cool thing is. It's the community of it. So um, it's it's really fun to be on those kinds of
2: projects. Speaking of bicycle riding, we, we did one last month, and it was we started at Craft Beer Cellar, which is another great spot downtown houston yeah yep. and we rode to drink of ages and then we rode back and i'll be honest with you um, i wasn't prepared for that mile <laughs> and a half bike ride and these guys are going like 20 miles or what well, i don't know but there's there's some really long bike rides out there right now uh, yeah there's is, one on
0: sunday there's was uh, there's there's a big one then yeah uh,
2: they're going all the way from the east side i think from sigma maybe and they're going all the way down uh to webster and then across the Pearland and back up yeah that was that was the big there was one on
0: Sunday I, so we have an MS-150 team which is an interesting thing to do because they're always trying to get me around I was like look I'm a lot better at making and drinking beer than I am at riding bicycles and they're like no 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 everybody can ride I was like well how about riding one with a motor on it and they said that's not true that doesn't work and I said all right well I'm out um, but but no there, there was a really cool' it was the Houston I can't remember the name of it but it happened on Sunday it started Sunday morning. Um, a lot of guys did that. Apparently, it was a 60-mile ride. It was uh, pretty intense, and, but I hear it was pretty awesome. It was also pretty awesome, which is a cool, th- another awesome thing to talk about, is that there's a large cycling community in Houston. You know, the MS150's coming up. Carbach has a huge team. St. Charles has a huge team. I think Aeth Wonder has a pretty big team. I mean, our team has uh, six people. Our team was founded by, uh, they're called the Fat Bastard Riding Club in Kingwood. Um, so you can imagine what our team looks like, but they're really good at
2: drinking beer. They're pretty good at riding bikes. Um, I think you honestly, if you're gonna ride that long, you definitely need to drink some beer to help numb that little seat pain.
0: Well, <laughs> eventually, it just goes numb. I mean, you just forget they're even there. You're like, yeah, hey, look, they, have you seen what they wear? They wear like basically leotards. So I mean, it just it sucks it right in. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it's it was, but it's cool. It's it's another big community that's growing in Houston, which is super cool. So again, about the community, things we'd want to talk about. You know, people, why the hell else would you ride with 50 people to go around drinking beer? I mean, Hell,
2: you Uber it. I would imagine, though, uh, cycling in Houston is not so bad. But then you get to other cities like Portland or Denver, there's a lot more hills involved. <laughs> well, And I, at I, least Houston's pretty flat. We're flat, so
0: from that aspect, we're good. But apparently, we're known for the potholes. Uh, so apparently, people are constantly popping tires. That's the downside is that our roads kind of suck. So they're like, yeah, it'd be great if there weren't, like, holes everywhere. So. Yeah, yeah, you can actually fall in. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they they have guys like on that ride on Sunday. I was talking to somebody. they were like, Yeah, there's a dude who literally just rides around making sure everybody else's tires are fixed. It's like, well, that's a fun job.
2: You see, I, I wouldn't mind being part of the MS 150, but I want to go. I'll, I'll meet you in Lagrange or whatever <laughs> <laughs> the little halfway stop is, and I will set up a tent with beer, and we can all hang you out.
0: Come with me. Come
2: with us, man. We got our team. Like we got RVs and shit going. Yeah. And we're sending a bunch of beer. Like that's that's what I'm like. I can do that part. I can't do the. the when is the MS 150? April, not April fifteenth, right? Because that's when we're doing our next bike ride from Craft Brewers, cra- Craft Beer Cellar to Drink of Ages. What happened
0: to our like beer and a shot thing that was going on? What happened to that?
2: Oh, the Run Club, yes, <laughs> the Drink the, of the Ages, not, the Not the, a Running, club. the Not Running Club. Oh man, I, I forgot. I started looking for outfits, and then I got sidetracked with something else. But we, uh, we were yeah. supposed to be the official
0: sponsor. Yes, of the yeah, not, run, not a Running Club.
2: All right. Well, we'll talk about that for sure, and because uh, we definitely need we to get the jerseys. Talk about the grand the opening in segment four, though. Oh, the the grand opening of the tap room over at Back Pew. The sanctuary. Man, is what the we're sanctuary, because that's actually what it was. It actually was in the church. Yeah,
0: both. Well, where you are, where you go now, is in the church. Is in this newer church. The newer part. But this is definitely in the old school, like you know, it's a sanctuary church part. But we can talk about that in a, in, a, in a minute. Hmm. I mean, we probably need a beer. Are
2: you gonna have like hymnals playing in there? I, w-
0: I thought about it, but uh, it, I don't think that's gonna happen. Also, because I don't know what the fuck I'd do with them. <laughs> Maybe they'll just be there. And you're like, all right, that's odd. Somebody has a book. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, nobody reads anymore. I mean, if you if you're a winery, then you could throw in the hey, Jesus turned water to wine. But yeah,
0: it's so easy. That's too. I, it's and, too easy. If only it were that easy, because all the time I'm thinking like, oh yeah, they, but we don't make wine. so. That's, yeah, uh,
2: maybe maybe have the dove, from Noah's Ark with uh, barley, branch.
0: Yeah, we, we we oh trust me, it's gonna be rad. We're for the we're gonna talk about next segment. We'll talk we're, about we're next gonna, segment. Uh,
2: yeah, let's get some more beer. All Drink of right, right. We'll be right back.
1: The
2: Segment four, the final segment. Unless we need another beer, then we'll... Okay, well, let's yeah, take it, a quick it, break, and we'll be back.
0: It's basically like Star Wars. Like, hey, this... Is, no, it's not the last one. It's not... No, it's not we, really we were, awesome. It was until you, like, blew up the box office. Now we're going to do another one. Thanks, Disney. Thanks thanks
2: a lot, Disney. Uh, yeah, because... Oh, man, I didn't want to get into... It. Actually, the, the best Star Wars... <laughs> Rogue One was a pretty amazing show.
0: You like those? I like. So liked, far, I've not been impressed. i I'm always waiting for something to happen, and it just doesn't happen. And they're like, "No, but wait till the next one." I'm like, "But I, I am. I'm still waiting
2: on the next one." Well, Rogue One, you know, was like the prequel to the prequel to the prequel to the oh, prequel. Oh yeah yeah, 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 That that one. And when um, uh, it was just it was a great story, right? And then at yeah. the end, they all die. as was just like. Whoa! That doesn't really happen in any of the Star Wars movies. Yeah. And man. when like the Adat Walker comes walking down the beach through the palm trees, yeah, it's like what? I mean, it was, like, it, was yeah. it was great. That was a lot
0: better than the whole like Princess Leia can magically breathe in space thing. Like that I just made me angry. Oh, I was man. like. I was just good thing we were at a showbiz cinema that had. Yeah, I was drinking blue testament. I was like, I I'm angry, but I'm sort of also kind of drunk. But, so let's, okay
2: with it. Yeah.
0: You know, like let's just roll on. My my
2: family, uh, we like I grew up. We didn't watch Star Trek, right? Which now I've gone back and watched like the original TV show Star Trek, and that's that's great. I mean, it's there's comedy, there's romance, there's sci-fi, there's action. Yeah, and Shatner. I mean, it's uh, a yeah but, uh, hey, it's hey, really great uh, and but no. we didn't watch it growing I'm, up I'm right i fan um but we so we were Star Wars we grew up Star Wars that was like, it yeah, that was our I sci-fi show Absolutely, yeah. so anytime there's been a release of Star Wars like my whole family' it's like a family reunion thirty of us will go and watch <laughs> it and take over a whole theater and it's like and we get done and my family was just like oh that's the best Star Wars ever I'm going that was horrible
0: they <laughs> had was, to bring Yoda back to make it halfway decent yeah. He when, showed for five minutes.
2: I, I, mean, I mean, we can go. Uh, we won't talk too much about it. But when Luke, this last one, starts squeezing whatever monster nipples to get that milk out or something like that, I was like, "That's it, man. I'm done. I'm done with this. The Star Wars." Well, they was, got
1: bored.
0: They were like, "Let's have some nipples in this." Thing, we we right? need, you know, It's not yeah. HBO, but we are Disney. <laughs> let's
2: get. Let's get. Uh, we put animal nipples out there for everybody,
0: dude. It, it, not to. Not to derail because I do. I, I'm supposed to be promoting something, but apparently. Hamill was pretty disgruntled at the way that actually went. And I was like, yes, yeah, that's, that's great, except that you're banking money right now. So I, I'm confused a little bit because I remember when you were on Jason and Silent Bob Strike Back and you had a giant, you were called the <laughs> knocker. So, you know, like things have changed a little they bit there, Mark.
2: improved a little bit for you, Mark. I,
0: I'll bet that you've got more money off this than James. Sorry, I, I. hey, look, I love Kevin Smith. I love everything he does. I love *James and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Much more actually than the newer Star Wars. However, I'll bet he got paid more for the new Star Wars than he did James Bob Strikes Back.
2: I feel like that Mark Hamill didn't he do like some uh, like softcore porn stuff after when the Star if Wars. If I was him, I would. I, I would but actually. I don't I know would. if he did. Yeah, that's where that's where you take your go to the next level. Go
0: to the dark side.
2: Go to the dark it were.
0: side, as it were. That would be a great. That would be a great like. I don't know if you call it an episode or like a film uh, name. Either way, like you know, you could do both. You could do both.
2: I watched a. There, there used to be like public access TV here in Houston, right? And it may still be over the air. You know, everybody has cable or something now. And uh, but there was public access, and one night, just re- flipping through, I watched these two girls, these two women. They sit there and they like kind of like bump into each other and it's like this bedroom I'm like oh I need to watch this what's going on here <laughs> Next thing you know they pull out a uh, uh, little pleasure type thing yeah, I don't know what we can say on this radio show anymore and they hit a button and it turns into a lightsaber So they're sitting there with their vibrator so you are telling me that it extends It extended very far and so they're going that's into this whole big fair. sword fighting, not, like lightsaber even, fighting, with these not vibrators. Not and next thing you know, of course, clothes come off. I'm going, this is like a normal TV, you know, this public TV. It's not, not even, fuzzy. I, it's not even like, I, I It's not like every 15 seconds. I'm like, is that an elbow? Is that a what, what exactly am I looking at? You know, this was like, for those of you who are around,
0: or we're, were not around pre-internet. Yeah. Those of us who were looking for something particularly risque relied on the Battle of the Ants minus plus or plus or minus some other segment that we could get a hold of because there was nothing else. There was, there was, was no red tube. There was nothing like that. Now you have all that. Like You
2: don't even know what we're talking yeah, about. It if it you're 16
0: matter. and you have a smartphone now, you don't even know what we went through. Okay. All right,
2: just just a You were lucky to
0: have a VC. Yes, we had VHS tapes. You had to rewind them, okay? And we were lucky we got one of those that had bad tracking and we were like, "Oh, this is awesome." For a little that while might be there. A chick, and we are stoked.
2: Time Warner Cable, or it was Warner Cable, whatever it was back then. cuz we would always get pay-per-view movie, movies and stuff like that. And but if you unplug like right before the movie was over, if you unplugged it from the cable box, then you had pay-per-view all night long. And so you plug it back in that lasted about three months so it's like yeah we're we'd watch a movie mom wasn't looking we'd take the cable off and then uh, you know later that night like all right, let's see what kind of movies are playing now on so pay-per-view. this is
0: what you guys call a hack this is what we used to do for things It's kind of like we used to have you have cheat codes or whatever we had a game genie okay yeah we like yeah we, when people say you have to blow in the cartridge we meant that okay? yes so just remember that. And I just got bleeped, and I'm fine with that. But it's just... Um, oh, we,
1: we do
2: need to talk about something, though. We because, do have uh, it. Speaking w- of, uh, yeah, you, you put... Um, your, your tap room's opening up. Our tap room, yes. Yeah, so we've been open since uh, March,
0: I think, 5th of 2016. That's when we started opening the brewery. But that was all in the production facility. Well, now, right next door, that old the older church, uh, the old sanctuary of the old church. that We're about to get ready to open that on April 6th and 7th. April 6th. Ten dollar cover. We got the Fab Five coming out, which is BL's cover band here in town. There will be some fun beers on Thirty Pieces, Active Lure, stuff like that. But the big day is April seventh. That we open up at eleven. We have the Bearlays Active Lore variants, but the Bear lays the Coconut Cream Pie. Uh, we have some Satyr's Dog, which is the Satyrs that was Bearlays with the pecan pie shot. We, it's all coming out. Evil Doer, Tanuki, Garnet Pietist. Uh, they're all going to be on. We have a front. We have a thirty tap tap all inside. We have indoor plumbing. Yes, those of you who have never been to Baguio do not realize that that's a big deal. Um, But We have indoor plumbing. Uh, We have an eight-wall tap wall on the backside, so when you're outside, you don't have to worry about coming in. You aren't going to get the special stuff, but you don't have to worry about coming in. We're still having a band, having two food trucks. On Friday night, Churrasco, Saturday, it's going to be Yummy Dog and the Space Lobos. It's going to be a big-ass party, and we expect you all to be there. We have a specialty – For those of you who did not come to the Gary P. Nunn uh, day, because we're still in the Token and Glass system. I was there. There was a stein that we made. Well, we only made about 500 of them. And people are offered lots of money for their steins at all times. There's a new stein coming out for the opening of the sanctuary. We're making 1,000 of them. But again, if you do not come and do not get it, it is not going to be a possibility. So you better get there while you can.
2: The... um... Uh, you guys built a really big stage in the backyard yes. for Gary P. Nunn. Oh, yeah. Which, um, which I'll, I'll be honest with you, Gary P. Nunn, man, the dude's amazing. I mean, he's, a, he's a legend, he everything awesome. else, but uh, Sarah Marshall.
0: The, it, look, she opened for him. She did an awesome job. We had, we had three acts that day. Sarah Marshall killed it, and that was weird because you know, we did a show right before that to promote it, and she was supposed to be on there, but sadly she had a passing away in her family. Um, but you know, she came out. She did a great job. And Gary P ended the night. It was it was such a great concert. If you managed to be there that night, you got a hell of a concert for like nothing, because it was gorgeous. It was their typical Texas like late October night, where it went into the sunset. It was gorgeous. It wasn't muggy. It was you know it was it was just cool. It was awesome. And he put great, on a great beer, show.
2: great show. I mean, yeah, awesome. you guys did a hell of a job that day. Sadly,
0: out there. I can't. Remember. I think that day. I had somebody was coming. They they interviewed me, and they were. I was like, oh yeah, you know, we have some people here. We got John Dimon here, and they're like, John Dimon's here. And I was like, yeah. They're like, that's him. I said, that's him. They had never apparently seen you before. And you ended up having to do like talk the whole time. So I, I think, did. Well,
2: I yeah, I did. Yeah, that's right. We did do record some that stuff Houston that Beer day. The Houston
0: Journal, or something. I can't remember who it was. It was somebody, but uh, I kind of felt like I just was kind of saying like, oh yeah, John's here, and they were well, like, oh Well, you were you were pretty
2: busy that day, and <laughs> yeah, so really it busy. was. Uh, it was good for, you know, because I know they wanted to talk to you, of course. And so I was sure, I was happy but, to, to take some of that. But the, I
0: meant more of it like, hey, go talk to John. I didn't, you know, like, all of a sudden I saw you, like, sitting down over there, like, oh, you know, like, not, not in a negative way, but you are just, I, and you, it were, was, you were
2: there to drink. You weren't necessarily there to work. I was pretty uncomfortable, you know, having to sit around and talk to people and drink beer. So, yeah. It, 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 we it, never do that. I never, I never do that. Never do that. And. But yeah, that was a that was a hell of a day, and I'm looking forward to the are you tap room on Saturday. Of course, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, No, I'll yeah, be there. No,
0: that's gonna be. We're gonna have a great day. We're gonna have a great day. We got an awesome band, awesome food trucks, awesome beer. Fat very five.
2: Excited. They are. I mean, they, they're, they're awesome. They, they're very good. They, people dance, people sing. I mean, it's a big giant Beatles sing along, and it, they do a it, really good so, job.
0: You know, the, the people ask me like, "How's this going to go?" You say it's a grand opening, but it's a two day event. I say, it is. I said, so Friday night. Is likely going to be your adult party. So we have a lot of families up at the brewery. We have families, dogs. We got all that kind of stuff. Saturday is going to be because there's a bit of a cover. It's probably going to be your older group people. But I got to tell you, after the last time the Fat Five came, and we love you guys, Fat Five. There was the, all the people who loved the Beatles when they were of age come out. So imagine what happens that they've had a few beers. All of that comes back. So the Flower Child, all of that stuff. And so these people are ready to party. Um, so both nights are going to be very, very fun. They're going to have very different personalities, but that's the fun part. You know, back to you, whether you're a or a sinner, we don't care. Just don't be an ass. Um, You know, that, that's the whole point. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be two very fun, very different, but very fun nights.
2: And looking forward to it. Uh, where can they find the tickets and what do they need to do there to get more? There is no more? ticket.
0: The only thing is on Friday night, because we have the Fat Five, hey, they're good enough to warrant it. We have a $10 cover. Saturday, there is no cover. You just got to show up. Oh, the, the other cool thing is that we have our brewpub license now. So on Saturday, keep in mind, Saturday only, this will not be on tap or it, it will not be on sale on Friday. Active Bloor barrel-aged variants, both the barrel-aged and the coconut cream. We're have 400. We going to make 454-packs. That's it. Once they're sold, that's it. It's gone. So if you want one, get there and get it. Take it back to your car. Let it hang out there. It's going to be fine. But if you don't get it, I'm not going to promise. I'm not going to reserve anything. you got to buy it. you got to go. So... Be prepared, be ready. It's been sitting in the barrel for a year, in Booker's Bourbon Barrels It's
2: delicious. I don't even know what to say about any after that. Uh, well, you had,
0: had the uncarbonated, like, six-month version, which was really good. But that was really it's good. It's been there for a year, and carbonated, and correctly packaged. It's very good. It's, it's, I'm stoked about it.
2: All right, well, Bobby Harl from Backview Brewery. Uh, man, appreciate you hanging out, man. Thanks for coming out, John. That's cheers. always, Here, cheers. Like, hold
0: on. We have to... We have yeah.
2: to There
0: we got it. I think we got it.
2: Yeah, we we got got it. it? Awesome. I mean, that's uh, it's always fun hanging out with you, buddy. We
0: always say we should hang out more, and we mean that. We don't, we're not disingenuous. We just have a lot of things happening.
2: Well, uh, but I think we do drink beer together quite often. We do, which is the important part. It really is the
0: important part. But uh, for those of you not 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 seeing this in any particular method, but um, so you know, I have a brewery. John has Drink of Ages Pub. He has Drink of Ages Radio. Believe it or not, it doesn't leave you with like an excess of free time. Um, so you know, you know, we, we joke every now and then. I'll I'll text John or John will text me and be like, hey, what are you doing? This, want to <laughs> drink beer tonight? Yes. You can you drink beer tonight? No. No. <laughs> so it's a weird it's a weird train. It's a it, it's it's none of us ever gets mad about it. We always understand. We're like, cool. Let's take like we'll try next week. Yep. And so it's it's a weird exchange but it's always very understand uh, very understood so it's it's funny how that goes
2: yeah we're drinking some beer tonight so. tonight we're drinking beer but it's just been a sometimes fun it's don't. been a fun one and Thanks for having
0: me, john i appreciate it this of is course. It's a great show and we, I'm, I'm glad you invited me
2: yeah backpewbrewing.com. uh look them up online follow them on social the, media get all the info damn the internets damn the internets hey you know it's good for like three things honestly I'm not going to name them right now. We'll talk about it's, it. I'll, it's best I'll, I'll, not I'll, to name those yeah. things.
0: In fact, if anybody wants to like post post later, let us know what three things you think the Internet are, is good for. I think that would be fun.
2: Ordering like pizza is one three. of them. Hey, I'll, I'll say that online. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the uh, Internet Fantastic, works great so. for ordering pizza. Yep, yeah, but yeah. All right. Well, before we uh, get <laughs> the, to worse places, uh, before we actually uh, do go to the dark side, Want well, to thank everybody for listening tonight. I hope everybody has a. We have beer a, on the dark side. Has a oh, there's really good beer on the dark side. Uh, everybody have a safe weekend and uh, Rockets keep on kicking some butt. Uh, yeah. Astros man, right around the corner. I can't wait. It's coming soon.
0: Hey, if there's if there's not something I love better than to see Altuve standing next to J.J. Watt. <laughs> that's the best picture in the world. Uh, so I can't wait to see him just knocking out of the park again this year.
2: Yeah. yeah, amazing, amazing ball player. All right, everybody take care. Uh, listen to any of the old shows by going to drinkofages.com. You can find us on SoundCloud or on iTunes and apparently some other places. So if you look up Drink of Ages, you will see us. And yeah, I don't know why, but yeah. You'll find us on the online, on the internets. On the interwebs. On the interwebs. Interwebs, not internets. Interwebs, and um, uh, if you look up images, you'll probably see us with no pants on. All right, talk to everybody (laughs) next week.